Don't ew us. <sighs> no, People, bitches love us. <laughs> <laughs> bitches want to be us. <laughs> no, they don't. You don't want to be yeah, us. Yeah, they do. Uh, so, welcome back, guys. Welcome back. We're here, and we're uh, we're talking about the imposter syndrome today. What's that? <laughs> the imposter syndrome. I didn't know what it was until a couple weeks ago when Taylor told me what it was, and then I went and researched it, and holy moly. Yeah. It's a real thing. It is. And it's sad. It is really sad. It makes me feel sad. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you want to... Uh, you start. Okay. So, the imposter syndrome, like, this might be something that you resonate with for yourself, or, like, we all know somebody that's probably suffering, or that, like, deals with it, so. Absolutely. It's just, like, recognizing it, whether it's yourself or somebody else, and then just kind of being able to understand it, because, you know, it's 2019, we're trying to understand the mental health field, and that right. whole spectrum, and everything with that. Um, so, you know, it's just having compassionate, being kind, and just holding space for others if, you know, they're feeling inadequate or, like, not enough or... Right, which I think is super important. And then I shared, I actually shared something on Facebook today that was, like, reassurance hits harder when it's not asked for or, like, not sought out, which is so true. Like, just telling somebody, like, hey, you're doing a great job. Or, hey, you're really good at this. Or, hey, I really appreciate when you do this. Because a lot of times people feel like they're inadequate or, like, people don't recognize their efforts, which further, I think, digs people into the hole where they feel this imposter syndrome. Like, man, I'm not I'm not good at this or I'm not being a good person. But if you remind your friends, like, I, I like to remind my friends, like, you're a good person, you whatever, whatever. Yeah. Um, just so they know. Because a lot of times people get stuck in their own heads and if they don't hear it, the reassurance really helps. It really does. And, like... Not not feeling the need to, like, seek it out. Like you exactly. said, it's just somebody coming out of nowhere, just kind of being, like, a little, like, spark for your day. Right, because you know? even sometimes, like, if I'm having a bad day or if I feel like I'm being a bad person or acting out of character and I go to one of my friends and I'm seeking, re- like, I subconsciously am seeking reassurance and then I get that reassurance, I still don't believe it. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it's like... Well, you just have to tell me that because you're my friend. Yeah, and especially if you ask for it, what are people? It's like it's like the 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 old saying of like a woman asking her boyfriend or or her man or whatever, like, oh, does this make me look fat? It's like, what are they supposed to? Yeah, say? Ex- that's exactly it. You know, like... yeah, <laughs> that's a good comparison. But seriously, so just this non sought out reassurance, which I'm sure we all could get better at because we, we all have our own lives and we all do our own thing, but just yeah. remembering to give your friends and family the reassurance that they need. Yeah. You know, you could be that, like, that little bit of sunshine for somebody's day and then that helps because then that's, like, the pay it forward kind of thing. Yeah. Because then they're going to be in a little bit better of a mood and then they're going to, like, light the candle for somebody else and that person's going to light the candle for... It's like... You know, passing the torch or passing the flame. Right. Or and then them doing that makes them feel like a better person. Yeah. So it's just like trying to combat this imposter syndrome because it makes me so sad. <laughs> but we've got some tips and some <laughs> tricks for you. So um, it all starts with recognizing it within yourself and others. Imposter syndrome can be defined as a collection of feelings of inadequacy that persist despite evident success. Imposters suffer from chronic self-doubt and a sense of intellectual fraudulence that override any feelings of success or external proof of their competence. 
they seem unable to internalize their accomplishments, however successful they are in their field. And high achieving, high successful people. <laughs> High-achieving, people. People. high-successful people? High high people often suffer, so imposter syndrome doesn't adequate or equate with low self-esteem or a lack of self-confidence. In fact, some researchers have linked it with perfectionism, especially in women and among academics. Go heck and figure. Right. Um, I read this good, like, analogy for it mm. earlier. Um, so, like you said, it's like thinking you're a fraud. Um it's uh, imagine that you're like putting on all these shows every night, like you're in a in a dance recital or something, and you believe that s- deep down you believe that someone in the audience is going to stand up and expose you as a fraud. So like you're not a good enough dancer, you're not a good enough comedian or whatever, whatever. Yeah. So that's just that thing built into you that someone's going to expose you for being that fraud. Um, but if the show goes really well, though, you're still left thinking negatively, negatively, like, phew, I got away with it. Like, I fooled them all this time again. Mm-hmm. And it's just that constant cycle. Like, even if someone tells you, like, oh, great job, you're like, man, like, I tricked them again. Like, I, I was able to pull it off again. Yeah. No matter what. Like, you can't get out of the, the cycle. It's it's sad. And I can say that because I suffer from it. <laughs> yeah, I know, exactly. And we'll get into, like, ways that we suffer from it. Yeah. So you probably relate to a lot of them. Um, yeah. So, like, where does it come from? Some researchers believe that it has roots in, label, in the labels parents attach to particular members of the family. For example, one child might be de- designated the intelligent one, and the other one is, like, the sensitive one. Another theory is that parents can program the child, and this is totally, like, I I totally get this, like, another theory is that the parents can program the child with messages of superiority. The child is so fully supported that the parents and child believe that he or she is superior or perfect. Oh. Yeah. (laughs) Well. Well Well, then. (laughs) But haven't you ever heard of, like, I see, I didn't grow up with siblings, so I don't know if that was in your family of, like, like, if your parents were talking to the friends of theirs and, like, oh, yeah, that's our Stephanie, she's uh, the the goofy, silly one, or... Oh, for sure, yeah. Like, your sister is, like, I don't know, your brother is... I don't know, something else. I know, I'm trying to think of things, like, adjectives right now, and I'm like, uh, blank. I know, I'm like, I don't want to say anything offensive, and I don't really know them, so I'm not going to say anything. Your brother's like the giant flaming idiot. (laughs) I don't know why I said flaming. That's not a good word to use. (laughs) No, it's not. (laughs) I just meant, like, explosive idiot. I didn't see that. I didn't mean it in that (laughs) I never use terms like that, I'm sorry. What is happening? (laughs) Um, but yeah, I've definitely heard people be like, you know, they talk about that is true. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I'm even trying to think of like examples that my parents would have used for us, but I'm, but I can't. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a fraud. I'm a fraud. (laughs) I'm not good enough. Oh God, that's so deep. Um, okay. So some common thoughts and feelings associated with imposter syndrome include, I must not fail. Mm -hmm. There can be a huge amount of pressure currently not to fail in order to avoid being found out. Paradoxically, (laughs) did I say that right? (laughs) Okay. I was so nervous that I wasn't going to say it right. 
Uh, success also becomes an issue as it brings the added pressure of responsibility and visibility. This leads to an inability to enjoy success. Mm. And I feel like I definitely... Like, I don't have perfectionism how, like, you would define perfectionism. I get it. But yeah. I feel like I can never really enjoy success. Yes. Like, I'm not worthy of it. Like, I shouldn't have this. It's almost like Catholic guilt. That's funny. Um, I read people that are highly skilled or accomplished tend to think others are just as skilled. So they're thinking, like, other people are just as good at me as Oh, my. And if not better. Exactly. Yes. Um, and it spirals into feelings that they don't deserve the accolades and opportunities over other people. And even Maya Angelou and Albert Einstein suffered from... Oh. Yeah, they said things like, oh, like... I wasn't that good at it, or I, there's someone out there better than me. Oh, I was like, God. oh my God, even like the most powerful people, the two most powerful people in the entire <laughs> world. Um, but seriously, so everyone's, there's, you never know. Yeah. Einstein, like that genius, and Maya <laughs> Angelou, that badass bitch. I know, right? Damn. Uh, um, okay, so another one is I feel like a fake. Um, imposters believe that they, they, the <laughs> imposters <laughs> believe they do not deserve success or professional accolades and feel that somehow others have been deceived into thinking otherwise. This goes hand in hand with the fear of being found out, discovered, or unmasked. They believe that they give the impression that they are more competent than they are and have deep feelings that they lack knowledge or expertise. Often they believe that they don't deserve a position or a promotion and are anxious that somebody made a mistake. Yes. I relate to that a lot. Same. It makes me sad, like, hearing it out loud and, like, knowing that that's an actual thing. But it's, like, comforting to know that other people suffer from it. And it's, you know it's I mean? powerful to know what it is. Right. Because then it's, like, change your mindset. Like, mm-hmm. it, know, learning more about it, it's, like, you're not a fraud. Like... And then yeah. learning the different, like, we'll talk about the different ways to combat it. It's like, okay, positive self-talk. Yeah. Words are strong. So now you know, you're not, a, nobody's a fraud. Yeah. Except for, like, <laughs> frauds. Cheaters, liars. Um. Conmen. <laughs> George, George W. Bush. <laughs> um... <laughs> Before this started, we were talking about how we didn't want to talk about politics ever, and we, like, just sometimes do, just, we just do it, and I feel like it's usually me that just does it, and then Taylor always just looks down, and she's like, (laughs) and I'm like, and that's, (laughs) my B. Okay, so two more, it's, um, the next one is, it's all down to luck. The tendency to attribute success to luck or other external reasons and not their abilities is a clear indicator of imposter syndrome. They may be typically, or they may typically say or think, I just got luckier, it was a fluke. Often this makes the fear that they will not be able to succeed the next time. Hmm. I say that all the time. Yeah, for sure. I'm always like, the universe just Me fucking... Too. That's my new <laughs> coined phrase, actually. The universe is looking out for me. <laughs> Man, did I get lucky. Not like, man, I deserve this. Yeah, or like, I'm competent enough that, like, that this is happening. Yeah. I did good or whatever. (laughs) Shorty did good. (laughs) I'm always like, the fucking planets and stars aligned and (laughs) I must Saturn. I'm like, oh, this must be good karma for the time that I, like, saw money on the ground and I gave it to, like, 
<laughs> the business owner, like, whatever. I was like, I found this on the ground, and I didn't just take it. That is selfless. That is so <laughs> great. <laughs> you deserve everything. I know, but maybe if I would have taken it, I would have gotten, like, bad karma, but maybe money would have came to me, you know? <laughs> like, I wouldn't be poor, as poor as I am now. Anyways, that's oh, imposter syndrome. Imposter right syndrome. Now. I'm like, I'm poor, I'm poor, I'm poor. No, I'm not Caught in poor. the act. Right? You hear that? Cognitive behavioral therapy. Guess what, <laughs> Kathy? I don't need to be on antidepressants <laughs> to do therapy. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry, I still have a lot of resentments towards my therapist. Me too. Ex-therapist. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't want to say what she told me to do. <laughs> so embarrassing. <laughs> I was like, nah, <laughs> I gotta cancel this next session. <laughs> I ain't doing that. Nah, wow. fam. <laughs> we good. Um, yeah, what you got? What you got, sh- girl? Should we get into the um, times we feel like a fraud? Let's talk about, let's get into the nitty gritty. Okay. When have you felt like a fraud? Stop. <laughs> I feel the spotlight right on me right now. I'm starting to sweat. <laughs> My palms are getting a little clammy. Are, um, are your knees weak? Arms spaghetti. <laughs> arms I are heavy. Spaghetti arms. <laughs> <laughs> Fla- flappy flailing inflatable arm guy. Did I ever show you my Halloween costume? I made that. No. Oh my god. She's a. F- it's in the other room. <laughs> oh, I want to see it. Yeah, I'll, I'll show you. Sweet. Okay. Um, <laughs> I think this is one we would both relate to. Um, like getting a new job. So if you uh, get a new job and like you get accepted, you're like, oh man, like they must have needed help really bad or you know what I mean you're yeah, never like, like I deserve this job I'm or like oh like I'm that. perfect for that spot I'm always like I'm not fucking qualified exactly why are they gonna choose me and then I say fake it till you make it yes which is just literally imposter syndrome <laughs> that phrase is being an imposter that is literal imposter syndrome. fake it till you make it like fake my resume fake it all I just fake the smile y'all <laughs> Um, oh, it takes a lot of energy. It does. Whew, okay. <laughs> we both were smiling really big and then we like frowned. Um, getting into college. Um, so when I got ex- <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, all right. I get I got accepted um, into a couple, but I was like, they probably just have a high acceptance rate. <laughs> I'm never like, oh, I must have been a really good candidate for that school. Yeah, or like, oh, my scores and my stats were like... Yeah, never. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, cool, their acceptance rates must be very... <laughs> they have, like, open enrollment, man. <laughs> Y'all have open enrollment? How did I even get in here? <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I, well, I don't know about you, about, like, standardized testing and stuff that we had to take to get oh. into <laughs> colleges and things like that. I am not like that. I am not, I cannot, I should have been in like a certain special like kind of class that we just focused on art and oh, like a yeah. doodle, you know, and like, <laughs> you get an I'm on a spectrum like doodle. somewhere, you know, <laughs> like I just, I can't focus and, and doing things by the book is just not me. Um, but I had my friends, no, my mom's friend, she wrote my like essay letters. Stop it. Yeah. Because so I was like, I can't. I am a fraud. <laughs> That's fraud. And guess what? I got into two colleges. 
<laughs> and uh, I dropped out of the one that I went to, and then I went to another college, and I dropped out, and then I went to another college, and then I finished. Good job. And then I'm not doing anything with that. That's okay. License. Yeah. A lot of people so you know, aren't. it's a long journey. It's a long journey. It's a long journey. Um, it's a long journey of feeling like a fraud. <laughs> um, and then my biggest one is dating. Um, so this is this is the one that really cuts deep. <laughs> um, but in dating, it's like anytime that say someone like says that they like me or are interested in me, I'm like. Oh, well, they only see me at work and the lighting's dim. Or, oh, I, I know, it's fucked up. And this is why I should stay in therapy. <laughs> and I know that. But it's little things like, oh, they don't know, they don't actually know me. Like, they know the part, the show that I put on. Yes. But it's like, am I putting on? No, like, I'm always myself. <laughs> You're always yourself, but it's it's just kind of putting on that, like, there's a little bit of customer service into it. Yes, 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 You yes. know, where it's, it's a little bit, I don't... It's, it's not a show. You're not a character. You're just taking a lot of energy. You're ta- you're harnessing like more energy out of yourself. Yeah. To like be charismatic and outgoing. Most in of that, the time. You know. So. Most of the time. At least that's how I am. Right. Like in both of yeah, in both of our jobs, we have to be like that. Yeah. And just like out in public, I can't be like I'm sad and depressed all the time. I have to be like. Everything's rainbows and butterflies. Exactly. Raindrops on roses, roses and <laughs> kittens. Um, I have, like, multiple people that would tell me, like, you are just, like, bubbles. You are, ra- like, you are just always rainbows and sunshine. Like, how do you just stay so positive? And, of course, you know, especially when it's after teaching a Pilates class or a yoga class. Right. And I'm like, oh, well, you know, you just, that's how you just gotta get through the world or whatever (laughs) kind of cliche that I can come up with in the moment which is very true but also like what am I supposed to say like oh what do you want me to be my depressed self like you want me to be Eeyore teaching the class yeah okay (laughs) but but it's like it's not like I'm being fake right it's just doing what you have to do for your job yeah it's a heightened version of me I understand that yeah so it's not like, yeah, it's not necessarily, like, when we're saying fraud and fake of the imposter syndrome, it's not that you're being fake. It's just that you don't feel adequate. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Or which, good enough. Yeah. Which is what I was saying about boys liking me. It's oh, yeah. Like, I'm sorry. Go no, ahead, no, 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 no. That's it. That's literally all I had to say oh. about it. <laughs> <laughs> I was just tying a background. <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck, did I cut her off? No, 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 not at all. I don't That's remember how literally. long I've been going on. <laughs> What is time, anyways? There, what there is no time. time. It's a human construct, <laughs> exactly. Um, but no, <laughs> people think we're nuts. We are. I know. Tom, Tom Hard. If he's gotten this far, um, he never gets this far. But yeah, so those yeah. are my fraudulent uh, tendencies. Fraudulent charges. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess. So. <laughs> yeah. uh, do you have any to share? Um, like teaching yoga. Uh, my, my ex, my ex therapist, she was like, well, you like, like, you want to be like a full-time teacher, so why don't you go and put yourself out to like more studios and like get more classes and things like that? And I'm like, because I don't feel like good enough, good enough, or that like, I feel like I shouldn't be calling myself a yoga teacher because I don't know as much as like 
others do. Like, I feel, like, it's the feeling of inadequacy. Like, oh, I do know it. You like, do. I do fucking you're know it. You're a very good yoga teacher. Thank you. And Pilates, but you're a very good yoga teacher, Thank too. you. I love your yoga classes. Oh, thank you. And then you talk about the chakras, and I have no idea about any of them, yeah. but I love to listen to it. <laughs> it's like magic. Yeah. <laughs> I just lay there, I'm like, yes. <laughs> Open that chakra. But it, normally it's things that, like, you're very passionate about, too. Right. Like, I was talking to Mike before you came over, and he was saying the same thing about, like, playing, like, guitar and music and things like that. He's like, I feel like I kind of have that imposter syndrome with that. Yeah. But it's, like, something that you're so passionate about. Right. Which is, again, the perfectionism, because you want to be perfect at something that you're super passionate about. Yes. Yeah. Like, for forever, I've wanted to make a YouTube channel specifically for, like, yoga and meditation right. and, like, fitness classes and it's still it's like on my like to-do list that I make every single day and I don't do anything on the list right it's the same list every day yeah but yeah it's like I don't put myself out there because I I feel like well I don't I don't do handstands and like what if people want to do handstands they're like I don't right I'm not as good as that other vinyasa teacher that like does those crazy flows and sequences or like I'm not good enough but they're all. But I know that I am, but I don't. Are. But I'm not. But I am. I'm the same way, like, wanting to go into personal training or, like, wanting to be a group fitness instructor. It's like, who's going to listen to someone that's not perfectly sculpted? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that makes me feel inadequate because, like, I don't have the ideal, like, sports illustrated body. But, like, who does? Yeah. But I don't know. You also, like, that's what you, that's your whole entire life. Is just like training and eating right. certain foods and training and eating exactly. certain foods. And that's not the lifestyle, you know. But yeah, that and that makes sense. Yeah, it's sad. Yeah, hold you back from chasing some good dreams. For real, it does. And well, that's sad because, like, dude, this is the one life that we get that at least we know of. That we know of. Because we don't fucking yeah, know exactly. So that we're aware that we're able to be make changes in. Yeah, as we know it. But um, I think we have some good tips. We've got some up. good tips, yeah. So we're going to take a little break. A little break and then we'll come back and we'll tell you some tips on how to combat this bullshit imposter syndrome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. See you soon. So what can you do to mitigate the negative effects of imposter syndrome? Please tell me. <laughs> Give me your secrets. <laughs> so first, recognize that imposter feelings, recognize the imposter feelings when they emerge. So awareness is the first step to change. So ensure you track these thoughts, what they are and when they emerge. And then re, re, what, re, Wait, why, rewrite your mental programs mm. so instead of telling yourself that you're going to find out that they are going to find you out or that you don't deserve deserve success remind yourself that it's not jesus christ <laughs> that it's normal to not know everything and that you will find out more as you progress mm -hmm. Talk about your feelings. This is very important. That is important, especially for guys because they don't feel like they can talk about their feelings. But you have to talk about your fucking feelings. Yeah, we all we're humans. Like we're living. We have feelings. Are we human? <laughs> or are we dancing? <laughs> I forgot about that song. I'm gonna listen to it in the car. I just got so excited. Thank you. I, <laughs> no, I can't. 
stop playing that in my head. Wait, okay. <laughs> so there may be others who feel like imposters too. So it's better to have an open dialogue rather than harbor negative thoughts alone. And hey, baby, this is what this podcast is here for. It's what we, why we started it. Yeah. Because we're like, oh my God, you suffer from these things too? We're like, oh my God, <laughs> we got to talk about this on the air. For real though. <laughs> on the air. On the air. Next. Is this even the air? Uh, uh, there's air all around us. <laughs> Consider the context. Most people will have most people will have experienced moments or occasions where they don't feel 100% confident. There may be times when you feel wait, sorry, I messed up a typo. <laughs> there may be times when you feel out of your depth or self-doubt can be a normal reaction. If you catch yourself thinking that you are useless, reframe it. The fact that I feel useless right now does not mean that I really am. Oh, see? Yeah, exactly. Cognitive behavioral therapy. That's it. Mm -hmm. Rewire your brain. Case in point. (laughs) Period. Kathy. (laughs) Period. Reframe failure as a learning opportunity because everything is just a learning opportunity. That's what life is, is a learning opportunity. It's one big playground. It is. Where there might be some scary people... Some bullies on that playground, but my Some God. Real clowns, yeah. Yeah, you're going to fall off the fucking monkey bars, and then you're going to scrape your knee, and you might cry, and it might hurt, but then, like, you get yourself up, you dust yourself off. Don't tell yourself that you're an imposter and that you can't do the monkey bars because you're not good enough. Mm-mm. You're good enough. Get back up and do the fucking monkey bars. Exactly. <laughs> bitch. <laughs> Jesse Pinkman style. <laughs> bitch. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> Sorry, that was gross. Bless you. Um, <laughs> thank you. Find out that the lesson, find out the lessons and use them constructively in the future. This is a critical lesson for everyone. And I think that this is so important. Be kind to yourself. Please. Remember that you are entitled to make small mistakes occasionally and forgive yourself. Don't forget to reward yourself for getting the big things right. And that's when my Starbucks addiction comes in. Yes. I'm like going to work today. My depression didn't keep me in bed. Guess what, baby? Treat yourself to an almond milk latte <laughs> with two pumps of chai. <laughs> woo woo! <laughs> you gotta. <laughs> Holla. Um, la 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 la. Seek support. Yes. Go get some help. Right. Everyone needs help. Recognize that you can seek assistance and that you don't have to do everything alone. Which I think is, like, huge to know that you have friends that can be assistants. Yes. If there's, like, a lot of, because I'm familiar with the field, teachers that feel inadequate in their job, like, they're not good enough teachers in any any field, any teacher. There's other teachers in your building or you're working with other teachers. Seek their help. Yeah. No shame. Everybody has to seek help. Mm-hmm. So I like that. I get by with a little help from my friends. And if your friends aren't going to be there for you, then guess what? That's a great learning lesson right there. It is. That those people are not going to be maybe as close to you as you think. You know, like get some people who are ride or die that you know that you can seek support. It's very important. Yeah. And you learn that a lot as you get older too. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, or medical support, like a therapist. Yeah. Those are good. Uh, (laughs) and then visualize your success keep your eye on the outcome completing the task or making the presentation which will keep you focused and calm yeah and i have oh i mean it's a very messy one but i have a vision board right behind you and um sometimes it helps me when i'm actually like looking through the mess 
I'm like, oh yeah, that's what I want in my future. Like, right, yeah. And that helps. I think vision boards are great. Yeah. Messy or not. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's one step at a time. Really, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Never toot your flute. <laughs> um, is your list done? Yeah. Okay. Um, so the one thing that I <coughs> found, sorry, excuse me, there's a frog in my throat. Um, uh, that helps with combating imposter syndrome is called keeping receipts. So imposter syndrome takes the form of a lack of confidence, obviously, as we've reiterated. Um, it takes the form of self-imposed fear and an irrational disregard of your own role in your own achievements. So you got to counter it with the logic. Collect evidence, um, which essentially, like, I found help in doing that with this. One time I came home from wherever I was, and on my, ki- on my kitchen table was this book that was called What's Right With Me. Mm. Um, and it's literally, like, cognitive behavioral therapy, but you do it yourself. So, like, okay. there's different sections of the book, and there's short little chapters, but you need about, like, 15 minutes to a half an hour to get through each section because you're writing. So it'll have prompts for you that are, like, write down. So it'll give you a little preface of, like, it's important to see yourself as a good friend or something like that. Um, Or, like, your childhood. Remember back to your childhood. When was a time that you made people laugh? When was a time that you made your friends happy? When was a time that you did this? And I'm assuming it's going to go into more career stuff, too, because I'm only in the beginning phases of the book yeah so I'm assuming it's going to go into jobs like when was the time I exceeded expectations at my job when was the time I made my boss happy when was it what's something that your boss said about you as a worker so you're literally writing and seeing these things as opposed to just saying them in your head yeah just like I am a good employee because I go I help my coworkers when they need me or xyz whatever Oh, that's Isn't so, that, that nice? like, makes me feel good, like, right now. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I've got to find the link for the book, but okay. I, like, I highly recommend that everybody gets the book. I should post it on our Facebook. Yeah. Because it's just so nice, but there's one of them, um, this is what I'm stuck on right now. Um, I answered, like, every other question, but it's, like, when is the time that you made a group of people laugh? And I'm, like, I feel, like, I feel like I do that all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I don't know, like, what am I supposed to write? I don't have, like, a single, singular time. It's, like, it's just a bunch of times. Just, always. <laughs> Either they're laughing at me or with me, but, like, always. That's showbiz, baby. <laughs> Ain't it, though? <laughs> Tell me it's not. Where's the lie? <laughs> what the fuck? I always pretend that I'm, like, a stand-up <clears throat> comedian when I'm in teaching Pilates <clears throat> class. Oh, yeah, me too. <laughs> I tell them about my day and like make jokes out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they're always like, Ta-ha-ha-ha. "Yeah, I know, I love it." <laughs> oh yeah, that's a good example. Me making the whole class laugh. To- okay, I'm gonna save that for my book. <laughs> the class I taught tonight, I made there them all laugh. What was I talking about? Oh, because somebody left the class yesterday after I. It was a jump class, and I haven't taught jump in a long time, so I did a lot of jumping because that's what I would want. So I was just well, like, yeah. jump, 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 and then. Strength, strength, strength. Jump, jump, jump. But they laughed, and I heard them in the room while they were getting ready to leave. Oh, and no. it was like a mom and a daughter, and she was like, "That was hard." <laughs> well, like, yeah, it's a jump board <laughs> class, baby. That was so hard. And I was like, "Haha." So I told them about that in class today, and they thought it was funny. Nice. Because then I was like, 
I don't take that because someone said something like, oh, like, I, I'm sure they just meant that, like, that was good. And I was like, oh, yeah, no, I, I wouldn't care either way. I take that as a compliment. That means that I'm giving you guys a workout that you guys want. Yeah. And they thought I was being funny. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm being serious. <laughs> Isn't that why we come? They're all like, yeah. I know. <laughs> Even though when they're coming oh. in, they're like, can we just stretch today? <laughs> I actually had a good group of hard workers today. Good. Apart from that. those three, yeah. But Sorry anyways, that was really we're, loud into we're the on this whole tangent again about Pilates. <laughs> it is our lives. It is. It is. <clears throat> um, Are you ready for a nice quote? I am ready to leave you <clears throat> with a cough and a quote. And a tick 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 and a tick tick a tick tick a tick 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 Um no, this is a quote that makes I might like tear up a little bit. I'm sorry if I have an emotional moment. I can't even look at you. And I would just like to preface real fast that um the word God is in here and who's that? Well And I just want you to take it for like what it is, whether it's like God, universe, source, spirit. Nothing, higher everything. Po- any higher power. Yeah, whatever. My higher power, I've learned, is actually Taylor Swift. Okay. <laughs> um, this is also the quote that I used for my yoga teacher training, like, Ooh. when I was graduating and everything, so, like, it, like, really means a lot to me. <laughs> it means the most is. It's like, it's like I wrote it. Um, so it's a quote by Marianne Williamson. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It is not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Oh my god, that's beautiful. I know, I'm like shaking. I know. I couldn't like breathe that whole so, time. I see I can't look at you, because <laughs> seeing other people cry, the empath in me starts to cry. It's a soul thing. But <sighs> that was beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. You're very welcome. I will, we should post that on our Facebook too. That and our Instagram. Yes, all the socials that you can Twitter. find us there. <laughs> okay, well. Oh, what a good episode. That was a good episode. I'm very proud of this episode. I'm very I'm very proud of us Me because too. we are successful and we are gorgeous and we are talented and we are funny and we are. We are. <laughs> we just are. We are farmers. <laughs> pom, 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 pom. Okay. (laughs) And on that note, we hope you all feel empowered by this episode and find your inner light. That you are destined to shine because we all have it in us. Yes. That was such a good quote. Okay. All right. It's been a pleasure. (laughs) See you soon. See you next time.